One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another playoff edition of Zone Time. I'm Julian. Avery's here. Sam is here. And I don't think I've ever seen Omar this happy in my life. I, I, I'm still... There used to be so many times where things would happen to the Leafs. And I would honestly think, I'm like, I wonder how the Leafs are in like a parallel universe, like Earth 193, right? I wonder, I wonder how they are, like what, what they have done. And for the first time in a long time, in the first time in forever, Frozen, mm-hmm. I, I felt that other parallel universe because there was a third period. There was 10 minutes and 36 seconds left. And the Leafs came back and won the game in overtime. Yeah. They Congrats. Tampa. They leafed Tampa. It was 4-1 was trending. Yeah. We were on the I, I even said it was 4-1. I just like, I'm still, I'm still in shock. I, I, I'm like, I'm like legitimate shock. Like Matthew scored the first goal. I was like, oh, you, you freaking jerk. You're just going you're gonna to do that thing where like they, they make it 4-3 and then they lose anyway. And then it's like, ah, you got so close. But man, man. Man. So yeah, right now I'm ecstatic, but but you know, it'll it'll it might go south. But I feel I feel the happiest I've felt for this team in a while. Okay, we're gonna talk a lot about the Leafs. We're gonna talk about uh, a, a very interesting debate uh, that started uh, because of Sam, and then in our group chat, and now we're gonna get to it with regards to uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, Nathan McKinnon, and Austin Matthews. Mm. Uh, and Avery will get his chance to tell everyone like, hey, I was on to something, but we do have to spend some time wow. on the Leafs. By the time you guys get this podcast, uh, we will be hours away from game five of their first round series against Tampa Bay. The Leafs have a 3-1 series lead. And they might actually do this. This might be the end of the jokes. Omar might actually see peace for the first time in the history of this show. I don't know how to feel about all of this. I know Omar's going to take a lot of oxygen, but like Sam, how do you feel about the fact that Omar is going to be happy for the first time in a long time? He has a chance. Maybe, 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 maybe happy. Maybe, maybe. There's a happy. chance. Yeah, There's a chance. There's you. a chance. There's a chance. I feel good. I think there's video out there of me before this series started saying this is, I think, the year. It has to be. Like, they've done everything they possibly could to change the identity of, the, of this team. And I think the last two games have shown that like this isn't this isn't a situation where they've underperformed and didn't show any fight back. Like they've they've shown a level of fight back that they I've yet to see from this team. And I think that's I don't know. I know I know people want the storyline like haha like they're out in the first round. It could still happen obviously, but like the reality is even if they knock on wood that happens it's a different performance it's a different discussion than previous years like this year they look like a team that's well built that's good that's in it and it's just if they lose it's just that anything anything can happen right like anything can happen in these playoffs 
but this is not a team where it's like they deserved to go out in the first round. They just folded. They just folded. They like something bad happened and they were like, well, that's that. Like we're done. I don't like, I just don't see that from this team. And I think it's, I think it's fun. I know people want to have that fun, easy comeback, but I, I am happy that this is a different storyline. I'm sick of talking about all the same things. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Avery, uh, I would love to hear your two cents on this. You know, I was doing some history. I was doing some history on the guys on the lease from this team in the 04 team. And this shows you how long it's been since the Leafs got out of the first round. On that 0304 roster, they had a player who was for rookie teammate. Who, he, was, he played with Dave Keon as rookie year. Ron Francis played in 1981 with Dave Keon in Hartford. A guy that 04 roster played Dave Keon as a rookie. That's how long it's been since this team. I'm not making that up. I'm not joking. It's hilarious. There are guys who put Dave Keon on an 04 roster to show you how long it's been since this team has gone past the first round. And I see Omar's eyes like, what the hell? I did not know that. I didn't realize that. How long it's been since I had a team go past Bro. the first round. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rod Francis is GMing a team in the playoffs as we speak. And it and somehow ties back to the to least of the sixties somehow, some way, or some connection. That's amazing. That is an amazing statistic in itself. I just have to say this before we let Omar get the ball back here. Look, if the Leafs do this and they win in five, for me, the Leafs have to do this. They have to do this in five. They cannot lose game five. If they lose game five, that is a problem. That starts a whole deja vu, and we're we've seen this movie over and over and over and over and over again we are in a world now where we have sequels upon sequels and multiverses like i don't know if we need to see another edition of the leafs find a way to lose multiverse like it's okay to go off script sometimes and do something different and i think for me for people who want to say this leafs team is different they can prove to me that they are a different team if they win this in five if they lose game five and it, they win it in six. Maybe they could still prove that to me because they will have won on the road and have still avoided it to, to have it go to seven. If it goes to seven, even if they win, I don't think they're that much different of a team because they're still playing with their food. They still have yet to develop that killer instinct to close out a series. They win in five, different t- different team. And, and I know we're going to get into them maybe a little bit more, but maybe I should bring them up right now. Ryan O'Reilly is the most important player for the Leafs in this series. He's more important than Austin Matthews, more important than Mitch Marner. He's the most important player of this series. He is. Mm. He is. He Mm. is. He he Mm. legit. He he brought a game to overtime. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's with some huge plays. His leadership has helped this team out in so many moments. And if this team finds itself in a position where they lose game five and everyone is like, oh, man, they're going to mess it up. That is the guy I'm looking to in the locker room. If I'm a Leafs player, being like, okay, what do we need to do to avoid uh, the unpleasantness that comes with blowing a series? He knows what to do in that situation, and I don't think there's anyone in that locker room more important right now than Ryan O'Reilly. Okay, I've said my piece. Omar, you can have it back. Yeah, but to be honest, I just want to connect to that directly because like, even after game one, horrible, horrible performance in game one, and when they asked Ryan O'Reilly about it, he's like, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. It's whatever, right? Comes out in game two, you know, score, you know, they, they have their performance. They, they battle back. You know, you see him talking on the bench. He's the most, he was the most hyped person when, um, uh, when, when Kerfa got, got the, got the overtime winner in game four. So like, yeah, like it's usually when like, I don't know, from, from my experience as a Leafs fan, like when we make our, our trade deadline acquisitions, either they don't do much or they get hurt, which makes them not do much. And this year, mm-hmm. you're seeing Dubis's acquisitions have active roles in where they are right now. As you said, as you mentioned, Ryan O'Reilly has been great, has been fantastic. Noel Chari has two goals. Incredible. Yep. Jake McCabe is, is, is literally on the top pair, getting those like high, high quality um, defensive assignments, and has been, been great. The only person that hasn't been carrying their weight is Sam Lafferty. But you know what? Bottom six doesn't matter. So, like, like everything is, is, is working well and, and, and it's wicked. But Here's the caveat, right? Is that they are mm-hmm. in different teams. They're in the exact same position that they were against Montreal. And I remember mm-hmm. Wayne Simmons was one of the first ones after that elimination to say, you know, we have to develop that killer instinct. And they're in the, that exact same position. I know. So I know 
we can we all have the perspective of okay, well, you know, if they lose this one, they can win the game six. No, they 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 need to end it to to prove that they are truly different. They need to end it because then that is killer instinct achieved. They they show killer instinct in game four because they scored the first goal and then another one and then another one and then they won. That's Tampa. It has to be at the lowest point that they felt in a long time, especially because Pat Maroon said verbatim, this is a must win game for them. And they lost. That's huge. So though they, they know what to expect. The least should expect them to come out like desperate. They're, they're playing for their season. And if they can yep. take that and say, you know what? Screw your season. You're done. You're out of here. You're gone. I, I would be so impressed. I man, you man, like it would be if they won game five, it would be more than just like they, they, they got out of the first round. That's awesome. But the way it's done, that would be out, outstanding. That, that would be, ah, oh, just, just an end to, to, so, to so many things, to, to, to so much, I'm sorry, but so much shit, all, all the shit for years, the, the Zamboni drivers in the game sevens and losing to Montreal and losing to Columbus and then losing to Boston and losing to Boston and losing to Boston. Like, like all, all that ends. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. It does. Does it end all of that? All yes. of that because of yes. one yes. game yes. five win? Yes. I mean. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now it's still there. It's still I there. I want to push back on that a little. I want to push back on that a little because it, it, you're right. It, it, like, now it, it happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it happened. It happened. But as far as that being like a chirp or a go-to line, nah, it's gone because you know what? I mean, we want around. And here's, here's another thing too. And here's another thing too. And this is what I'm I, starting I, to see. I'm I don't, starting to, you had, you had me, me until me, that last. Yeah. Hold on. Let me finish. My last thing. Okay. And this is something I've been starting to see from Tampa fans. And I don't know if it's them like, like, like accepting, accepting like a potential loss or whatever. I'm starting to see, well, it doesn't matter. Team's injured and we're old. Nah, miss me with all that. Because if the least loss, if the least loss, the whole story would be like trash organization, trash history. You can't do anything. It's not even our best team. Yada, yada, yada. No, no. So like if, if we win and we pull it off, Miss me with any of that freaking garbage that is not the same team that they're older, yada, yada. Because the entire season, people have been getting down and saying, oh, my gosh, what, what a run for Tampa. What, 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 a, what a stretch for Tampa. They're the pinnacle of hockey. So don't change the freaking tune just because the Leafs beat them. And now I'm done. Okay, 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 okay. I know other people need to talk. I need to respond back to this. Mm. You had me until it said it erased every single one of those chirps. I get the chirps with regards to winning a round. Absolutely. I get it. Those all go away. If you beat the team of the salary cap era in five games, like that goes away. You've won your round. It's the first time in 19 years. This organization still lost to a Zamboni driver. This team has has suffered so much against the Boston Bruins, who, you know, if you win that series and Boston takes care of Florida, that's who you're playing off against in the second round. Uh, and even if you want to be like, hey, don't chirp us, we won around. Uh, those Canadians fans uh, here who just referenced earlier, they'd be like, hey, we, we've actually been to a final in this century. Uh, the Jets could even say like, hey, we've gone to a conference final, uh, you know, a couple years ago. Uh, the Edmonton, if the Edmonton Oilers do well, I don't, you're not out of the doghouse with all the jokes yet. You're on That's your true. way. But That's like, true. let's let's pump the brakes. Yeah. Let's pump good, the brakes a, a little bit. Step. Pump the brakes a little bit. It's a very good first step. (laughs) And and they deserve, uh, if they win this series in five games, they deserve all the praise they deserve to get for handling a team like Tampa Bay. And I understand they have the injuries that they have. This team in the past could have easily let a team like the Lightning hang around till seven and have them beat them. The fact that they would find a way to beat them in five, that is a big credit to them. So I totally understand where you're coming from on that vantage point with regards to, you know, you can miss me with all that crap. But there are losers in 67 jokes for a reason. Leafs Elimination Day, if it happens this year, will still be celebrated by a section of people in this country in Canada. Like, mm. y'all are not out the woods yet, you know? But, like, serious question. Yeah. A serious question. If yeah. the Leafs win that first round, mm. and I think you've kind of answered this in a previous episode before, but they win this first round in five, but they get dusted by Boston in four. I'm fine. How much <laughs> for success is that season? big for for me for for me 
Oh, for you. For, for, okay. me, per, for, for you. For me personally. For, for you. For me. Oh, <laughs> like, it, it is this. Like, I, I said it. The minute I hear the second round begins and the Leafs are playing, I'm good. I am fine. I'm good. Now, the organization might, 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 might think differently, right? <laughs> right? But yeah, I for so. me, I am good. I'm straight. I'm fine. I'm chilling. I'm, I will go through the – actually, you know what? It's going to be about – it'll be against Boston. I don't know. It's against know. Boston. Uh, and if you get dusted by Boston, I can't imagine you feel all that good about that because all that same experience you counted on to win that first round series, series you should at least hope would get you a game or two, maybe even three against the Boston Bruins. Uh, I mean, maybe not three. Yeah, I'd be ideally. Or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, really I think good. I don't think really I think good. I think like organizationally, like you don't bring, you don't make the deals you made just to win one round, right? Like I've I've been making no. the joke, but like but like no, like Dubis, like I I still think you'd be like, okay, well that sucks. Like I'm pretty sure they're like they made their trades, and they made their trades hoping that they could finally make make it through they could make it through Tampa and then put themselves in the best position to to take Boston on. Nope. Who who knows if you know if, if Boston series go, go, goes the distance, then you have um, then you have um, a team in Boston that went to battle with Florida if they end, end up extending it, and then maybe it's quote unquote easier. Who knows? But like I I think organizationally I, I don't think they'll they'll you know, just win around and that's it. Like I don't I think if you have that perspective as a general manager in the NHL, then you shouldn't have your job. But for me, that would be cool. Uh, who knows? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I guess that's fair. I, I know I had to go back and forth with with Obar on that one, uh, mm-hmm. but like I think it, I think that's a fair question to ask. How much yeah. of a success? And yeah. maybe we are putting the cart before the horse by discussing the fact that the Leafs have a chance of making their season successful if they win Game Five. But that is something that's out there. But something we also have to acknowledge too. Tampa still has Andre Vasilevsky. Well, actually, something we should do with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Actually, Nikita Kucherov, buddy, you got one goal. Where you at? Steven Stamkos, one goal in the series. Where y'all at? Braden Point, I still can't believe that dude is playing. You are excused. You have two goals as well. Uh, Tampa's big guns need to step up in a big way. You know, I get they're, they're, they're banged up to hell, but um, I wonder how this series will look upon some of those guys uh, in, in some of the big moments of this series where they come away with this with like one, maybe two goals at the end of it. It'll be a failure. John Cooper, who normally is the super cool guy knows what to say measured he's an attorney dude could even sit in a chair post game right like he looks frazzled they all do they all do in tampa like this is they broke fatigue ahead, fatigue and age are yeah are real things right like that's an oh, aging yeah. team that's a team that's played more postseason more hockey than any other team in the last five years mm-hmm. so at some point that's going to catch up with you. And the question is, is, is some point now. That's true. They, they look broken. They look broken. But if they find a way to come back from a three, one series deficit, like that would go, that would be one of the most impressive things I've seen from a team that should have, I thought they would have been tired last year. If they find a way to do that this year, Big failure on the leaps, but I hope we give the lightning their flowers for somehow coming back. Because it's not as if they've been outclassed in every game in this series. The last two games, they probably should have won, but the Leafs yeah. did. Yeah, and, the, Brandon, and look, the Brandon, good on the Leafs for Brandon Hazel games. said that they should have won the last game. Oh, that was an unfortunate ending. Um, but yeah, if they if they end up that was so funny. Um oh, yeah, if, if Petty Obar, Snarky Petty Obar's in the house, everybody. I mean. When you spend years being a fan of this team that has given you nothing to be snarky about, you got to take your moments. But yeah, yeah, like I, I, if man, if Tampa comes back and they blow a three-one lead again, yeah, it's going to be a long off season. Oh, it really is. It really is. By the way, if necessary, I believe Game Seven would be on uh, Monday. Ouch! Just so you know, what a great way to what a great way to start the week. <laughs> on the other hand, like if you're Tampa and you come back from that, like, are you really like after the last five seasons and how much hockey they played, are you really chomping at the bit if you're Tampa to go take on the Boston Bruins? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> like, sorry to count Florida no out. Idea. I'm assuming Boston's gonna win that game. And man, that that would be 
I don't know. This is this is why I'm not an elite athlete. I would have zero <laughs> desire if I was Tampa to go through and have to play Boston. <laughs> in, in, that, I'd be like, I've won my cups. I don't need this. <laughs> He's embarrassed by Boston. You know what we should do? If there is what? Toronto Tampa game seven, zone time, live watch. All of us watching game seven. I, I think regardless of whether Yahoo wants to air it or not, I'm gonna open up a Zoom and we're all gonna be there. And whoever yeah. wants to be there will be there. Like that's what's Dude, going to happen for game up our seven. own stream yard. We'll just go rogue. Yeah, <laughs> might as well just do that. We might as well just do that. Because if it gets to a game seven, there is no person I want to see more than watching TV. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to watch the game. I'm just yeah. going to watch the game. I'm just going to be watching my my boss. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Because, like, like, yeah, just to play pull pin, behind the pin curtain. Pin speaker on Omar and just yeah. watch the computer. Just, like, like, just to pull back the curtain. Um, During group chats, uh, like, gang, mm-hmm. like during the game, I don't say much. But if the Leafs are like really like really playing well, I'll just like mash my keyboard and it's just these keys flying up in the air. It's like oh, all the goals are doing. I just like I just like type something. I just smash my key my keyboard and then enter. Yeah, I I don't envy like I don't envy. My like name my neighbors during games, man. Like even <laughs> man, like like when 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 they won the game, there's so many swears, so many swear words. Like <laughs> I, I I I people there. I know I, I was how much console was mixed like, in there. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 there there was a mix. Jesus sure. King Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just MLSC, oh, Brendan Shanahan, just next year, one preseason game. Let Omar be on the bench with Keith. One preseason game. Let Omar Jeez. on the bench as assistant coach. One game with no, Shelby. Let, you got to talk to Larry Tannenbaum about that. Nah, let, there's Larry no, Tannenbaum. There's no, way. <laughs> there's no way. I would walk I would walk down the tunnel so quick. Like one one goal against, oh, like off a bad two, after bad turnover, I'd like walk right off the bench and just start freaking screaming. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do it. I, I, I'm not. I, I can't do it. You saw Duvis and Spezza. I can't. I can't do it. Take that times like a thousand. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, before before we get to Avalanche Kraken, anything else anyone wants to add? Uh, Omar, did you want to go in on John Cooper at all? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's funny. Um, so um, the sports panel has brought in. Um, oh my God, Derek Lalonde. Excuse me. Yeah, Derek Lalonde. Thank you. Um, Lalonde, as he's yeah. also nicknamed yes yeah and he's actually been like really sick like the perspectives that he has like the breakdowns on the coverage that's been really really interesting. i agree i want um, more energy from him but i, yeah. I generally agree exactly that he yeah that's the only thing yeah the energy is kind of like like listening to him like there's no really no incentive as far as like the i guess the enthusiastic factor of it but like the, right. the raw information is like fascinating to listen to and recently they you know he brought up some uh some um insight on Andre Vasilevsky and how there's research and numbers that show that he, that one of his weak sides are, are uh, shots from the point and that um, he has difficulty tracking, uh, tracking those shots. So obviously they, they, uh, they asked, um, they asked John Cooper about it. And um, his response this came out um, earlier today was uh, he's there because he was an assistant coach on this team. So he's trying to offer insight and trying to give fans something and he should be doing that. He just got to make sure it's accurate, which um, based off of their read, um, it seems as if John Cooper is saying that what uh, Lalonde saying is not accurate. And to my my question would be, um, are you sure? Uh, uh, anyone want to look at the last two overtime goals? Uh, Aldrin Vasilevsky allowed. Yeah, because uh, Riley's tying goal, point. Game four overtime winner, point. So deflected by Kerfoot at the, end, the front of the net. That sure looks like to me like the Leafs figured out his weakness. Yeah. So I don't know. But again, you know, okay. I don't want to, I don't want to tempt the fires a little too much. You know, hopefully game five is great, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, we need to get to uh, Avalanche and Kraken real quick here. Uh, we do realize that uh, with the way that we record stuff and and how the episode comes out, uh, we are on a day where, you know, we weren't on, not, we're not at Liberty uh, to see what the result of a game five was between the Kraken and the Avalanche. But the fact that it's a series in itself, is still worth discussing. And uh, Avery, I have to admit, uh, (laughs) you might be the only person who gave the Kraken a chance. So we got to give you your flowers. Mm. Yes. Yes, Julian. So many people, so many places said Kraken had no chance. 
They're going to lose in four. They're going to get swept. People are bringing those brooms already. <laughs> to you all. I am saying, y'all didn't get it right. Y'all got it wrong. Seattle had chances to win this through Seattle, Colorado. Seattle could have been the one sweeping. The way they started strong, scoring first. Eat that. Don't doubt my picks for expansion franchises. I called Vegas being good in year one. I called Salvi to three of it in this series here. They're going to win in seven. I will win. Can we get that on a shirt, please? Don't doubt my picks. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that broom. I've never seen oh that broom God. before. Did you buy a broom oh. specifically for this segment? I did not know. That's just my uh, kitchen broom. Okay. It just Mac, looks pretty good. That's just Seattle's color scheme. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. Very convenient for you to do that. Uh, oh, any thoughts on, on Kale McCarr and, and uh, I mean, the other thing we, we in the future here, uh, he will have served already his one game suspension, but that was a really weird, uncharacteristic hit of, of Kale McCarr to do. We don't have to call him a dirty player, Sam, right? Right? Yeah, I, look, I agree it was a dirty hit. I know there are actually people who say it wasn't a dirty hit. I think it's clear it was late. I get, I, I accept his explanation. That it, like he didn't intend to do that. He was just finishing his check. But for the people who are like, oh, Kale McCarr is a dirty player. Like, what? What are you watching? Like, look, I yes, one dirty hit. But can you point to any other time in this man's career in the NHL where anything like that has happened? Like, I can't think of somebody who's like more wholesome than Kale McCarr. And for the people who are like, yeah, one. You make one dirty hit, you're a dirty player. Okay, well then call every player in the NHL dirty. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I got to say, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough label to put on somebody just because they did one thing. They're just cast as a bad person uh, forever. I mean, and also people are going to be like, hey, well, you judge people. I'm like, well, Caleb McCarr, that one, that hit, bad as it was, I think the punishment fit the crime. Yeah, People out there who think it's as bad as like, Mark Shifley destroyed Jake Evans. Stop the cap. It's not that bad. It's yeah. just nowhere near the same stratosphere. Yeah. It's not even worse than Matt Dumba and Joe Pavelski. Come on. Nope. It's a nope. bad hit. It deserves yeah, to be suspended. Mm. I saw but people like, try to compare on. it to the bunting hit. I'm like, not even close. Not even the same category. Not even close. Not even in the same not stratosphere. Not even close. Absolutely nope. not. Nope. Absolutely not. And look, we don't know how wholesome Kale McCarr really is. Maybe he does have a mean streak to him but we're talking but we're, we're talking about a guy who like denied a penalty right he's like like, yeah, like, like did, did, we, all, did we all forget dude did we all forget that happened i forgot about that like when i saw it i was like did we all forget this is the same dude who was just like no no like don't 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 give him the penalty it was my fault yeah, like I, that, that, that's that's, that's the same person we're calling dirty come on yeah and, and, yeah. and like I, I should be clear i don't like when i say he's wholesome i mean like his image as a hockey player is wholesome yeah. his play on the ice has been wholesome obviously we don't know him as a person and i when nothing about this league would surprise me anymore so that's yeah. my favorite yeah. and do you want to go through his twitter likes no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we talk about dirty hits in hockey and like kill yeah. mccarley in the come on in the past 15 years dirty players with the guys with dirty hits we know tom wilson dirty hits mad cook mm-hmm. uh pat Patrick Patrick Coletto. I did all you know dirty hit Patrick Coletto. I did was dirty hits. Patrick like, Coletta. That's Patrick a name Coletta. I heard That's in a name. long time. Like mm-hmm. those were guys who had dirty hits. Kill McCarr yeah. with Patrick Coletta and Matt Cook. Come on, be serious. Get real. I saw somebody be like, he's just lucky that like he doesn't have Dale Hunter's rap sheet that was the same as Dale Hunter on Pierre Turgeon. He's not lucky that he doesn't have his rap sheet. He's just not that player. Like that's yeah. a stupid take. To, to Dale Hunter, like that. Dale Hunter, a Dale Hunter comparison to Kale. But what the Dale, hell is going? Dale Hunter what has three thousand penalty on? minutes. Dale Hunter has three thousand penalty doing? minutes. I'm like what? <laughs> I know officiating has not been good in the postseason, but we don't need to rack our brains so hard with this. <laughs> like this is. This is ridiculous. Hockey okay. Twitter's been tough, man. This first round, like it's been, yo, it's been some, wild. Been this, some, this, yo, <laughs> been some doo takes. I want to go back yeah. to uh, Avery, Avery's prediction. 
Yes. Because I do want to say, I feel like people are like, oh, like counting Colorado out. It's 2-2. I mean, when this comes out, it's not going to be 2-2. It's going to be 3-2 for whoever. For somebody, yes. For somebody. But like, let's not act like they're down 3-1, which I feel is is the tenor. And like what I said, I think on the prediction show, I said Colorado in six. I think maybe I should have said seven. But like, this is a team that for the last three seasons in the first round, just screws around. Like, you want to talk about the Leafs not having a killer instinct? In the first round for the last few seasons, the Avs have done nothing but stress people out. Stress their fans out. Like, at some point, they got to find the same level of stress, though. No way. But I wonder if... But I but wonder I mean, if like, like this is like this is like the first year where they they play around too much. You know what I mean? I mean, this is this is a year where they don't have Landeskog. Yeah. They mm-hmm. don't have Kadri. They don't have the depth they've had the last two years. Yeah. And yeah. it's now missing. For lack don't of know. And that, yeah. That's the point I want to bring up too. Is yeah. it the at the ads are playing around, or is it that they're just too banged up to like Go through the series both. the way that we would have thought they would have. Yeah, I think it's both. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, they're not is... playing their best game. You can tell they're not playing their no. best game, even for the lineup they've had. They're playing around, but it's also yeah. not the best lineup they've had. Absolutely not. No. Um, but we got to say though, if the Seattle Crack could find a way to win this series, man, that's an upset, that's an upset and a half. That is an upset and a half. I, I looked at uh, uh, the numbers at the athletic for the amount of people uh, at my uh, fair company who thought the crack had had a chance against the Colorado avalanche. Uh, 0.0% of people uh, said that the <laughs> crack were going to win 0. that series. It, it's, it's a very accurate uh, percentage. It's a very accurate percentage. And uh, yeah, if, that if you thought, break, that's an upset. I think if you thought that they were going to sweep the cracking, you haven't been paying attention to either team. Very fair. I, I didn't say that for what it's worth. I, I don't think I predicted any I, sweeps. I, I definitely have. I definitely did not give Seattle enough credit. And Philip Grubauer has thoroughly impressed me. I thought that would be the difference. I thought. I thought it'd be goals from the blue line, like, like, <laughs> like I thought there would be like a seven-one game, game two or something like that. Like I thought they would get lit up. And Grubauer has like thoroughly impressed me. And you know they're 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 sticking up with with as far as Seattle goes, they're, they're sticking up with what made them so good in the regular season. Like they're getting goals from everyone, not just like one person's taking over. Like I think for Colorado, it's like, it's all ranting in. I think he has like what, five or five or six goals right now. But like for Seattle, like everyone's pitching in, you know, Daniel Sprong scoring goals, Jordan Eberle scoring goals, Maddie Bernier is scoring Everly. goals. All right. Yeah. Jordan, how old is he now? He must be 31. Like, I swear he's 31. Like, I thought he was I swear older. He's still 25. No, 31. I, in my mind, he's been like 25 for like 10 years. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. Like in my, in my head, like like the goal, like that goal he scored uh at the World Juniors was like five oh, years ago. Legend man, time sucks. He had a second and, one the yeah. year after that, you know, ultimately didn't result in a gold medal win, but like that was also good too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like I mentioned yeah. with Seattle, like Seattle, they've been scoring first, they've been striking first, they've been putting Colorado on their heels early. And I think people just thought again, that Colorado would come in and just run over the Kraken, but the Kraken have taken the game to the avalanche and been up in multiple games to nothing pretty quickly. Yeah. So uh, regardless of how the series looks, uh, when you listen to this uh, episode, give the Seattle Kraken some due uh, because uh, they have found a way uh, to make a series of it against the reigning Stanley cup champions. Uh, I like this tie-in, too, because we, we discussed Ron Francis at the beginning of the show uh, with his ties to the Leafs. Uh, he is the GM of the Seattle Kraken now. Uh, I don't have a Ron Francis tie for the next topic we're going to discuss, but I think uh, it's still worthwhile to discuss uh, a really important debate uh, that uh, has been raging on the internet for the last little while uh, about whether or not uh, Leon Dreisaitl's good and who would you want uh, if you were picking between Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, and Nathan McKinnon, Game 7, Fate of the Universe on the line, the Death Star pointed right at you uh, to threaten your entire existence. Before we get to the poll that's out there and the results for that, Sam, can we discuss the genesis 
of all of this uh, <laughs> with the discussion about Leon Dreisaitl, <laughs> how that went on Twitter. Can we can we go? Can we start that just to add that context about why we're discussing this? I made what I thought was an innocuous comment. I didn't think it was controversial. <laughs> um, some people are really mad about it. I said that watching the way McKinnon took over game three mm-hmm. and watching the way Dreisaitl has been playing, not just this playoffs, but like in general, Dreisaitl's playoff mm-hmm. performance is insane. Like it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like the playoff mm-hmm. performance he has, he just, I think Avery said it, he just decides he's not going to lose. And like, he turns it on and they're just not going to lose. And to be clear, when I make, when I made this comparison in my mind, I wasn't saying like, these guys win every game. Like, obviously it doesn't happen every game, but there are certain games where you watch them make that decision. Yeah. And I said, is there a debate? I didn't say I've ended the debate. I've chosen a side. I said, I think it's debatable that McDavid is obviously the best player in the world from his pure skills perspective, but is he the best player from the perspective of, I've decided I'm not going to lose this game. I'm going to put this team on my back. I'm going to drag them over the finish line, whether they want to or not. In the regular season? Oh. Yeah, in the regular season, for I, sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and, that, and, I think, and I think to Sam's point, there is a debate. I'll let you finish. Yeah. And I think there is a debate. Like, watching mm-hmm. the Oilers, and I'm, like, I appreciate he brings it every game. But I don't, I think what I said in our chat was piss and vinegar. Like, there is a level of, <laughs> cantankerousness to McKinnon and Dreisaitl and some of these other players where it's like, I'm doing this and I don't care. Like, and I'm pissed off about it. It's the same quote McKinnon had the other night. He was like, I don't know. I'm just mad. And I don't get that from McDavid. Maybe I just miss it. I think Avery's in a better position to comment on that, but it's not something that I necessarily expect of him or that I think he does in the same way those other players do but like there are some people who are really mad i saw that okay well people are always for whatever reason mad at you and sometimes they here's the thing it's one thing to disagree and to make your point and i think i think you've shown it i mean look we're all cool with debates and having those discussions i mean that's a big reason why the show exists to begin with it's a whole other thing when you start like questioning people's like hockey intellect and all that and just throwing out insults and you know screw those people but like I don't know. I think it's I think it's worth worth asking because Leon Dreisaitl put up the points he did last postseason on one leg. Yes. You know, like that needs to be respected in all of this Uh, up until uh, game five for the Oilers. uh, Leon Dreisaitl was on the ice for all 14 goals scored by the Oilers in that series before game five. Like you're going to tell me you don't want this type of player on your team the one thing i i I disagree on with regards to Connor mcdavid you all you have to do is go back to last postseason and there are two moments that stand out to me leon i'm sorry Connor mcdavid scoring the insurance marker against the la kings in game seven and Connor mcdavid scoring the overtime series clinching goal against the calgary flames Connor mcdavid in a debate with all four of those players can say that he has had moments where not only has he brought out the piss and the vinegar, he has won games and cru- in crucial moments and won series for the Edmonton Oilers. I think that needs to be brought up in all this. I think it, there's a very good point to be made about having a debate because of all the points that Dreisaitl puts up. But I also think Connor McDavid, I think, has every right, every right to say, hey, I've had my moments where I bring it too. Where When you bring in all four of those players, and I mentioned only Austin Matthews because he's a part of that top five, and I think maybe some people would point to some moments that he's had and 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 just because of how good of a player he is. If I'm picking any of those guys, I've thought about this. Like, it's down to Connor and Nathan for me. And while Connor is probably the greatest player we have ever seen, there's something about how Nathan drives that ice and just gets himself into playoff mode and does what he needs to do to get his team there. Like he, like you took away his chickpea pasta and no one's getting anything. No one's getting any pizza for the rest of the series. He just does it. And unlike Connor, unlike Leon, unlike Austin, he has a ring to prove it. And I think I have to pick Nathan. I think I have to pick Nathan. I am always amazed whenever Connor McDavid has the puck and he's able to do some crazy stuff. 
I fear for my life when I watch Nathan McKinnon because he's going to bowl someone over. That's what it feels like every time I watch him. And he has won with that same passion. And in a, and if I'm picking one of those four players, fade the universe on the on the line, Nathan McKinnon is my pick. There. Yeah, I think there's what I yeah, when I when I saw the poll, I was going like it's interesting, like it's interesting for you, the Julian, that you're uh you're going between um Connor and Nathan. For me, mm-hmm. it was between Nathan and Leon. Because like fair playoff dry settle man is is so freaking stupid. Like, <laughs> like like just like the goals that come from him, like out of nowhere. Like, yeah, McDavid has the acceleration, he has the speed, he can cut through teams and such, but like dry side, like, like it may not be a full-on game, but sometimes like he just like jumps over the boards and it's just like, yeah, it's a switch goes off. But yeah, like, but because McKinnon has has the trophy he has the ring to back it up and we've seen so many times we've seen so many times of of nathan nathan mckinnon just just hating to lose like i think i'm pretty sure it was last year where he was just like like i've been in the i've been in the league like six years and i haven't won shit like mad like pissed and yeah when he decides to take take the game over like i i don't see anyone being better but like man dry sidles freaking is so sick and yes i'm saying that as someone who ripped on two years saying he wasn't a center center i'm completely wrong <laughs> that is a that is a massive oh, that a omar is happy his yeah. leafs are up 3-1 and yeah. he's picking leon dreisaitl in this yeah. this you is talking about all takes world. like that's a bad and wow and, and just to go but for people who like who pick who pick matthews and like i understand why to an extent but there have been playoff series man where matthews has not has been poof invisibility Whereas, whereas those three, those three players, like win or lose, like you notice them in those games, man, they're there. Um, you know, Matthews maybe have, may, might be having his moment now, but yeah, like it's it's a it's a switch, and like the the players with those switch are just so special to watch. Absolutely, uh, Avery, and then Sam, you can let us know between those four, who would you pick? Uh, personally, for me, I honestly think it's between Carr and Leon because again, these are two guys who are. We, have, we still have not seen their prime yet. They can still go to higher places still. McDavid, and, so and again, dumb. too, oh. would, would dry, if there was no Kyle McDavid in the league, Drysdale would be the MVP again. Because he'll forget that McDavid overshadowed Drysdale having another 120-point season. And he's also a former MVP. There are two MVPs mm-hmm. on the same roster Edmonton. Two MVPs in Edmonton's top six. That's stupid. And mm-hmm. either one of them can burn, can burn you. And the point is what I mentioned, of course, Connor. Connor is a game breaker himself. He's the man who we've seen him go one through five. We've seen him undress the hot dog vendor in section 302 of Scotiabank <laughs> Arena to get the Morgan <laughs> Riley goal. Like, this is the, and then Leon Dreisaitl, like, just the, the entire, like, Leon Dreisaitl, I'm not going to lose factor, is so scary. He's fourth all time in points per game in the playoffs. Fourth all time. This league is over 100 years old. Leon Dreisaitl is 26, and he's fourth all-time points in the playoffs. That still has not sunk in yet to me in terms of what Leon Dreisaitl can do. And don't get me wrong, McKinnon has the cup. Yes, Nate McKinnon is a game-breaker. He's a dynamic player on the avalanche. But Nate McKinnon is not putting up consecutive seasons where he's at 120 points or 150 or reaching point totals have not been seen since the mid eighties. He's not doing that's that. fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So, so are you picking Leon for this? Uh, I'm, I'm going to, you know what? I'm telling I'm telling alien screw you. I'm bringing both. I'm bringing both Leon and Connor. Okay. No, you can't, can't pick one. That's not fair. No, that's not fair. If you can pick both, we would all pick. No, no that's, that's not fair. fair. No, that's not fair. No, pick no, one. No, pick one. <laughs> It's impossible to separate them. Of course it's impossible. That's what we're debating in the first place. You're getting both. You're getting both. Gun to the earth. No. You can only pick one. You have to pick one. We're not not letting you go to the stand until you pick one. Pick one. (laughs) Uh... Don't make me use your middle name on stream. (laughs) (laughs) You already said said my middle name. Oh, sorry. My bad. Don't let me use your real your government name on stream. Don't let me use your real name. <laughs> sorry. Yes. We are using your middle name. Don't let me use your real name on, on this here. Just pick uh, one. All right. I'll, I'll, I will go. I'll go corner. I'll go. 
okay, so I'm saying Nate Dog, Omar saying Leon, Avery saying Connor. Sam, who do you pick? I I uh, I take Avery's point about how many point totals they have in the regular season. But let me just this is on um, Nathan McKinnon's NHL.com player profile. Mm-hmm. In the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs, he scored five goals from the Western Conference final to the Stanley Cup final, four that were in tying or go-ahead fashion to win the cup. That's a gamer. I mean, that's 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 a game breaker to me. That's that's someone coming. That's someone up coming up clutch. Like, I, in big I don't. Moments. I don't. I agree that like regular season, those other players are more prolific than him. They're better players than him in the regular season. I think Rantanen is frankly a better player than him in the regular season. And I'm like, and I'm not talking about whether or not he's ever going to be able to match that. He's not. That's just not the player he is. It's just from a pure. I hate losing. This pisses me off. Perspective. I yeah. feel like that. Yeah. All Although, right. if you're cool. talking about clutch goals, maybe we should be picking Jordan Everly. In fact, people responded to the poll were thinking maybe we should pick Arturi Lekkinen. Yeah. That's, yeah. <sighs> that was, uh, <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, Colorado. And then, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, I know Omar wants to get something, but I'll just read the results here because we did do a poll online. Uh, 38.6% of people said uh if they had to pick between those four uh nathan mckinnon uh followed mm-hmm. second place by connor at 33.7 percent uh leon dreisaitl at 14.7 and then matthews at 13 yep. percent it looked like matthews was going to get more votes than dreisaitl and i would have questioned uh, a yeah. lot of people on twitter but uh common sense has prevailed no disrespect to austin matthews who is one of the great players we have in the game today a top five player no doubt but I'm picking Leon, Connor, and Nate above him in terms of playoff performers. I think that mm-hmm. that shouldn't be a dispute. Not at all. Based off of what we've seen, just like the pure facts, like we haven't seen Matthews do what either of those three have done in the playoffs. He still could. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Omar, you yeah. had a question. Yeah. Um, is Dry Settle the best deal in the league? The best what? The best deal. Like, I, he, like, he makes eight and a half only. That's not bad. Man, like, we rip on Peter Shirelli a lot, but damn, that's a good freaking contract. Like, another two eight. years at eight and a half, like, that's, that's dumb. He's not that's... even at double digits. I don't think that's talked about enough, man. He's on an incredible deal. Eight like the and a best half. Contract? Really? Like, I mean, really? show me a better one. Like, I, I'm I'm trying to think about I'm literally trying to think about it. I'm like, like before I would have said McKinnon, McKinnon was on the best deal, but now he got he got his pay pay raise. He, just he like, got what? his he got pay. Yeah, yeah, he got his money, right? But like I'm trying, I'm trying to think about it. I don't know right now if there's a if there's a player that's on a better contract. Like the man I mean, who has who has accomplished as much as he has because exactly. you could say, like, well, Jason Robertson's a 40 goal scorer and he's only on a 7.75. Yeah. But he doesn't have any MVPs to his resume. Yeah. This man's back-to-back 100 point, like 400-point seasons. And he's that's making under 9 mil. Un- that's that's crazy. They they better right. – I, I hope I hope they do something that needs – like not this season, the next two, man, because he's, he's going to make so much money at the one when he's up, when he's up on that deal. So much is he is he up before me, David is yes. oh, the year at oh, oh man 2027 is gonna be dumb. <laughs> Holy because geez, that's that's crazy. Because like how much do you think like dry saddle should be making? He should be making as much as 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 uh, maybe a little under Connor's making. Like, yeah. but also if you're Leon Dreisaitl, you could, you could easily make an art. I mean, consider, that's not how salaries work. Like he's not going to yeah. be like, okay, fine. I'll make less than Connor McDavid. Like they go up, like you, you want him to go up. So inevitably his next contract will have him making more than Connor. Yeah. If Man. Leon's ends first, as I think it is. Yeah. Eight and a half. That's dumb. That's so dumb. What a, Avery, what a contract. Something. 
Now, I was going to say, if hockey money wasn't as comp as it was, Connor McDavid and Drysdale, they should both be making north of $20 million per year. They should be absolutely. making more than $20 million. They should be, they should be making Russell Westbrook money. Yes, mm. absolutely. There are, there, absolutely. Are ben- there are bench guys in the NBA who are making double what these guys make. That's embarrassing. That's, That's embarrassing. Sweet. That's so dumb. <laughs> Didn't the, the Pittsburgh Pirates the other day signed uh, this guy to a $100 million deal who I have no idea about? Brian Reynolds? Yeah. Like the largest deal in franchise history, which I don't have how much it averages out to per year. But yeah. like, and look, I'm sure Brian Reynolds is a hell of a baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, they could use a lot of goodwill. That's a team that's been in the toilet for years. But like, you got NHL players making less money than than baseball players? Like, Man, like damn, oh, man, like get the money up, NHLPA. Get the yeah. money up, seriously. Shout out, shout out to Peter Shirelli, man. Holy, never thought we get a Peter Shirelli shout out on on Zone Time. <laughs> my jaw <laughs> dropped. My jaw when I when I clicked on who the GM was signed, my jaw dropped. I was like, really? oh, okay, well, good good on him. Yeah, okay, I I I think we've exhausted as much as we can for today's show. Um, again, you're, you're listening to this hours before game five of the leaf series, uh, Omar, uh, good luck. Thank you. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, is game six for the Oilers. Game six would be, that would be tomorrow. Be, oh yeah. Saturday. There's a lot of time in between. Yeah. Uh, Avery. Playoffs. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Avery has a very good chance at uh covering a team that will enter the second round so godspeed to that uh sam and i will continue to uh follow teams that are not in the playoff pick well sorry you have colorado that's right sam so you have but hey maybe they end up being uh done by the time this ne- uh, our next episode pulls up uh sometime next week and who everybody's knows gonna do a, everybody's gonna do a backflip into frame <laughs> i might i might <laughs> like avery avery just like a full-on Full on triple triple flip right into the seat. <laughs> Time to, next episode is either going to be nothing but joy or nothing but pain and anxiety. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's edition of Zone Time. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, and uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Will the Leafs emerge in the next round? Will the Kraken be in the next round? What other playoff stories will we talk about? You'll just have to tune in and see. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.